Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Now, why do I keep bringing this up? Simply because, look, you all saw what happened with Michigan State. I don't think that the Spartans are fooling anybody. They are what they are. But if you're Michigan State, you know you're going to need a head coach. I simply say, why not look towards Notre Dame and Marcus Freeman? Now I know. You're saying, Rico, seriously. You're the guy who said Urban Meyer. I did say Urban Meyer. And I still stand by that. But I realize that Urban Meyer is going to ruffle a lot of feathers. People are going to be like, well, look at all the scandal and all of that. Guys, if you haven't noticed by now, I'm just about winning. And most of you deep down, if you would just be honest with yourself, it is about winning. You could have a Boy Scout, Boy Scout as a head coach. But if you're constantly going seven and five, eight and four, you will eventually want that coach fired. But if you got a coach out there who getting it done, you, you overlook a lot of things. But I do say Marcus Freeman. Once again, you're going to be like, okay, seriously, dude, who keeps letting you on this podcast? Well, there's a method to my madness. By the time I'm finished, I may have some of you maybe considering this. Marcus Freeman, 37, he replaced Brian Kelly. Brian Kelly leaves to go to LSU. And now Notre Dame is kind of in a position where they have to find the best person. And they did. They went out to Ohio State. They got their guy. They got Marcus Freeman. They brought him in there, and now he's their head coach. Right now, he's got a record of 13-6. and six. But you've got a lot of Irish fans now wondering, hmm, is he our guy? If you're, And first of all, let me just say, the 10 men on the field, yes, why it is ultimately the head coach's fault, I will say this is probably his assistants, or more so, first of all, who's the player that took two plays off? That's who I really want to know. But it's your assistants to count down because you're the head coach. You have a bad angle. You can't really count. He's he's young. He's learning. I get that. He made a mistake. He owned that mistake. But if you're Notre Dame, you want more. You want perfection. You want into the college football playoffs. That's why I do think this could benefit Michigan State because though his contract is undisclosed, I believe it was that Brian Kelly uh, was around $3 million when he left to go to LSU. There was a reason why he did not stick around in Notre Dame, folks. Notre Dame is a prime job. Notre Dame is a blue blood job. Notre Dame does not pay that great. They pay you in prestige. Brian Kelly wanted money, and he wanted a better chance to win, and now he's down at LSU trying to do his thing. I say all this to say I do believe if Michigan State walked in there, Kelly was making about $3 million. There are reports that uh, Marcus Freeman's making somewhere around two and a half to $3 million. If Michigan State walked in there and just simply doubled his salary, let's just, 
let's take it to an even number. Let's say they walked in and said, hey, we'll give you a five-year, $30 million contract. That's about $6 million. Now, you could add incentives in there if you win certain games, if you win the Big Ten title, if you uh, get Michigan State to the college football playoffs, if you win the national championship, you could build those incentives that that money can go up. But if you give him a base of $6 million, I don't think that Notre Dame would match that, especially right now. Things are not looking good for him. They're angry. They're upset. They're wondering if they're in over their head. And Notre Dame still has Duke. Notre Dame still has Clemson. Notre Dame still has USC. If Notre Dame finishes the year nine and three, I do think that if Michigan State made an inquiry, they could get him. Now you're also saying to yourself, Rico, nobody leaves those jobs. Well, I just said a few minutes ago, Brian Kelly left Notre Dame. People have left Notre Dame before. And if I tell you that within the last, what, three years, that not only would a coach leave Notre Dame, a blue blood program, but also leave Florida State, would also leave Oregon, not once, but twice. If I told you that coaches would up and leave and go places like Oklahoma, leaving Oklahoma, Oklahoma's been around for a long time. They have history. They have tradition. And Lincoln Riley left for what he thought was a better job with USC. Okay, Michigan State can't compete with USC. Michigan State has the money. Michigan State has the resources. Michigan State's building a $30 million football facility and athletic complex. Michigan State has the money. They have the resources. We all know what Mel Tucker's contract was. My God, it was everywhere. If you watch the Central Michigan game, that's all the announcers were talking about from 10 seconds in. Michigan State has the money. Michigan State could spend the money. And actually talking to some big time boosters, I think that this is something that they would be willing to open up their pocketbooks for if Marcus Freeman was actually available for the Spartans. I'm not saying he would come, but if I'm Michigan State, I'm, I'm doing the back channel work now. I'm going to kick those tires because if Notre Dame does not make the college football playoffs and Notre Dame finishes with a pedestrian nine and three, I think that he could be had. You could walk in there, double his salary. It's still less than what you paid the previous coach, but I think you're going to get somebody that will check a lot of boxes. This guy can recruit. He has one of the top recruiting classes in the nation right now. And if he just brought a third of those people with him to Michigan State, you wouldn't care about anybody who decommits. It's something that I would definitely do. It's something somebody I would definitely reach out to do the back channel. He's young. He knows the area played at Ohio State like he he I think he could compete with those schools, Michigan, Penn State, Ohio State, Notre Dame when it comes to recruiting. Remember, he stole his top running back. He stole from Mel Tucker a few years ago. The man can flat out recruit. That's what Michigan State needs to bring in players. I think that he would put together a staff. I think that he would be a good fit in East Lansing. And I'm not saying you're going to get him on the cheap, but I think you're going to get him for more than what Notre Dame is willing to pay. Remember, Brian Kelly left for a reason. Notre Dame pays you in prestige not in money. You reach out, if I'm the Spartans, if I'm Alan Haller, if I'm the board of trustees, well, not the board of trustees, let's leave them out of that. But if, if I'm the interim president and Alan Haller and who's ever on that committee, I'm doing some back channeling. I'm seeing what his level of interest is because this may be something that he maybe would be interested in, especially later on in the year if things continue to not go well at Notre Dame, because you're going to have a lot of unhappy fans, a lot of happy donors, a lot of unhappy boosters. 
you can take advantage. You, it's simply it's one of those things where you buy low. His stock is falling. Buy it now if you're MSU. And I think you will reap gigantic dividends. You're going to need a head coach. I've been hearing names like Mike Elko, the Duke coach and other coaches. Why not swing and go for Marcus Freeman? I don't think that this is something that's just out of the realm of that you can't have. I don't think that this is something that's a pipe dream. If you open your mind and you really think about it, Michigan State, if they point, and I would even go as high, it's not my money, but I would go as high as about seven to seven and a half million a year. I think that you can have him. He's young. You're going to take a chance on him, but I think he would galvanize this team. He would galvanize this program. And I think that you would find the stability that a lot of Spartan fans are looking for. So just something to think about. I thought I would pass that along to you. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching the Five Star Zone. Keep liking, subscribing, telling your friends, giving great reviews. I'll be back later on in this week to break down more of the the, uh, Big Ten games for the upcoming week. But like I said, just something to think about if you're a Michigan State fan. Maybe, just maybe, Marcus Freeman could be the answer. I'm Rico Beard. Thanks for watching the Five Star Zone.